I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> All right. What? I'm rolling already. Okay. Um. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, uh, I did mention in episode one, which is two episodes back, that I actually have a, a friend of mine who I really wanted to do a, an episode with. I actually wanted to do the whole podcast with him. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, uh, difficulties in, in getting all uh, in getting us both in the same room at the same time. So um, I'm very, very happy to finally have my good friend, Nukman, on the pod today. Nukman. Hello, guys. What's up? Very happy to be here. <laughs> um, we are recording this remotely. He's at his house, and I'm at I'm somewhere else. But um, it's been a while. How are you? How how's it been? <laughs> yeah, man, it's so far so good. How's how's the family? How's uh little Ums? Uh, Alhamdulillah. All okay. Is he walking already? Uh, he, yeah, yeah. He's very confident oh, in walking, but he's also uh starting wanting to. Run. So, yeah. But he's still not that good at running yet. So, he's tripping all uh-huh. over. So, yeah. You just have to be careful. The last time I saw you guys uh, and I saw Uma uh, was... I think he was 8 months old. Few few months back, we went to the zoo together. Yeah. Yep. So, um, a lot <laughs> has was, changed since yeah, then. A few months back. Uh, the reason why I, I believe that Numan is uh, a perfect person to, to do this podcast with actually... Is because that um, other than uh the obvious difference that we stay in opposite ends of the island, right? Uh, our life has actually paralleled each other very very closely. Like we went to the same school, mm-hmm. we met our wives back then at about the same time, right? Nah, you you met yours much, much earlier, earlier, but then we got together with our wives. It sounds weird, but yeah, we got together with our wives about the same <laughs> time frame of sorts. So, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and then we went to, uh, we, we did our national service. We were in army together. Uh, we enlisted on the same day. I saw your mom in the bus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we, we got, uh, married about the same, about the same time. He kind of skipped, uh, the, the queue because yeah. I was supposed to get married first. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I forgive him already for, for, for skipping the queue. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't need your forgiveness <laughs> to marry my wife. Um, yeah, and then um, we also became dads about the same, uh, quite close. And and he, Nukman is actually uh was featured uh quite prominently in the in my vlogs as well. So there's that as well. So mm. um, we we share a lot of things in common also in the 
uh, thought of our our ideas and our philosophies and life and all that. So I thought he'll be uh, uh, the perfect person to the perfect partner to do this podcast with. So we don't know whether this is a one-off thing. Maybe it'll be a more uh, regular thing depending on time and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. So how's <laughs> how's your weekend? My weekend. I was working over the weekend. So yeah, as of now, I'll, I'll be for weekends. It's either I'm working this week, and I'm not gonna be working the next week. So it's kind of like an alternative mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, man, I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> Initially, the uh, campfire mm-hmm. sit down mm-hmm. with Charles. Shout out Charles. I don't know if you're gonna be listening to this. But yeah, I mean, as someone who's really not that into movies, like current movies and all that. So uh, it's nice to have like, uh, see you guys or hear you guys geeking out about <laughs> the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. You make fun of me things. with my, my geekdom of, of uh, Marvel, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, yeah, it's really just because I don't really follow the whole Marvel Cinematic Cinematic, sorry, uh, universe thing. So, it's like my the last time I was crazy about that kind of thing was like during Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I I like never now follow, I'm way. I never finished watching Harry Potter the whole saga, so I can make fun of you about that as well. Yeah. No, but shout out Harry <laughs> Potter for getting me my A one in English, you know level. Yeah, because I I literally got hooked to the books and like yeah that helped with my English a lot. Man, at least something, something good comes out yeah, of it, right? Yeah, definitely. And my... Uh, well, like, uh, yeah, English <laughs> and literature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to mention something, but... Yeah. Men- it's, it's fine. Mention what? No, like how I started getting into Chinese oh. girls. That was also from Harry Potter? <laughs> Yeah, man, Cho Chang. What up, Cho Chang? Oh my gosh. Yeah, um, this the Marvel Cinematic Universe hadn't had that kind of an impact on my life as it has on yours, obviously, for the Harry Potter universe. But uh, yeah, um, I haven't, I haven't. Uh, it's been a while since I did a, a podcast with Charles. Also, um, I'm thinking of doing it soon. Uh, because I want to talk about Spider Man because I just watched Spider Man also. So, uh, Ooh. yeah, have you? No, I watched the, uh, what's the one, the, the animation Oh, one? Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah, that's Spider-Man good. Huh? Oh man, that is <laughs> insane. The, 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 the animation so, yeah, is it's so, so nice, uh, unique. Yeah. It's like comic book comes to life. Oh. I think. Like I literally watched it twice mm. in a week. Because like the first time I was like, wow, yeah. this is nice. Yeah, I had to watch it again. The the new Spider-Man mm. is, um to me, uh one of the best also, Spider-Mans in the, in every like, um, the one of the best Spider-Man movies ever made, I think, like based on story and like visuals uh-huh. and stuff. So, uh, if you have the time, you should go and check that out. So, but yeah, um, I was I was uh, I'm thinking of doing a, another podcast with uh, Charles soon, but you also have a podcast, the Kolong podcast. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, Kolong podcast with uh, Hafiz. So, yeah, we actually did two seasons already. We should start recording our third season. I think we kind of had a falling out because we we, we finished season two, end of 2018. Mm. Then up till now, 
which is like July 2019, we haven't really at the time uh talk about. No, actually we I I I we met a few times, but just mm. to hang out. But somehow like we just don't feel like recording yet. But I think now we'll we'll probably start. Yeah, I think soon. it needs to be fun. I mean like if 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 you're doing it for fun, then it comes it kind of naturally comes out. But if if you're doing it because uh, exactly. you know for for something else, money or whatever, right? Or fame or whatever, then it doesn't really come out. Mm. It, you people can tell, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just trying to the be the guy. Justin Bieber oh. podcast. <clears throat> You're so, on your way like, with that with that mustache. <clears throat> Is it too late to say sorry? <laughs> um. Yeah. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> we're um we're gonna jump into the show real quick. Uh, I think we're running out of things to say. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't like, I haven't like, <laughs> hung out with you for so long, but um. Yeah, we're going to jump into the show and uh, today we're going to talk about the modern dad and what is the modern dad, honestly. Um, yeah, so here's the show. Today's show... Um, I'm very happy to have Numan with me because um, doing a discussion uh, without another person is not really a discussion. It's just me rambling. So it's good to have a, like a discussion, a person to discuss with. Um, today we're going to talk about um, the modern dad and what what is the modern dad. So um, <laughs> basically the people, um, what what I've noticed is that people are getting married at a younger age nowadays. And uh, mm-hmm. doing so, they're going to have, uh, usually they have uh, kids at a younger age too. Uh, for me, my reason is because um, firstly, my wife wanted to have kids. But secondly, also because um, I don't want the age gap between myself and my kids to be too far. So uh, I was 27 when I first uh, became a dad. And I think you were the same, right? Uh, yeah, 27 also. 27, right? Yeah, so um, because of that, uh, I... Uh, um, Oh man, I lost my train of thoughts. But yeah, so mm-hmm. people are getting married younger and having kids younger. And uh, I think there's a generational change in terms of how we see, we as dads see our role in our kids' lives and our, our wives' lives. And uh, what do you think about this? Well, well, I think to start off, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but in terms of looking into the future, I don't really think too far ahead. So, like, if you talk about things like if she's going to be going to school or primary school or secondary school, I don't really think that far. Mm-hmm. So, like, for me, again, I think it is the same as everything. Uh, we only have, the only true thing we have now is time. Mm-hmm. So, I try to just enjoy what we have now and in the in the near future, mm. so yeah. Because for me, I I see my wife as an equal partner to make things work. Like, um, I think in the past, the the consensus was that the father uh, is the breadwinner, the mother stays at home to take care of the kids, or yep. um, you know, mostly the raising of the kids is uh left to the mother. But um, nowadays I feel like for me, I I I want to be. I want to play a, a bigger role in in my kids' lives, you know. So I I think that's a reason 
that's the reason why uh, my first uh, born, Samir, he's very close to me. Because uh, like as much as I can, I'll try and uh, be more involved. I, I try and change his diaper. I try and like make his milk. I try and like um, give him a, a shower and all that. But I think uh, maybe, I don't know about your parents, but my parents' generation, it's uh, the other way around. Like, um, you know, the, the, the mother is more expected to do all this. So, um, but you can see the, the, the change in, in, in generation as well. Like nowadays I, on Instagram, I think that like, you know, those ads that they put on Instagram, like some, some, mm-hmm. yeah, there's um, this kangaroo t-shirts for dads. Have you seen it? Kangaroo t-shirts? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's like a t-shirt, but with a pouch that it's like invisible pouch that you can actually put your newborn in. So you, it kind of becomes like a, 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 a pouch. So that the, the, the oh, newborn. so there's a literal gap in the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but you, you can put but your... it's kind of invisible. Yeah, it like it's a it's a new ah, thing okay. that 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 uh they're doing for dads, like uh diaper bags for dads are a new thing also. Like I recently just got my own, uh diaper bag because um, mm-hmm. to see my wife uh struggle with a a a bag on one shoulder, uh to to keep, um, all the stuff for two boys is. I don't, I don't feel nice about it. And plus, she doesn't like me carrying her bags. So, uh, I went out of my way and got my own uh, diaper bag. And most of the heavy stuff, like, you know, uh, an iPad to keep somewhere busy or the bottles and, the, you know, the, the flask and all that, all the heavy stuff I carry. So, she she has a lighter load on her shoulders, you know. So, um, yeah. that's, that's my philosophy on this thing. But um, the past generation has been more hands-off, I think. What do you think? Uh, if you just think about like the sole breed breadwinner kind of thing, mm-hmm. I think for my parents, yeah, it has always been my dad out for work, and my mom holding the fort at home. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like you know your day day to day, whether changing diapers or feeding the baby and all that, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. I don't think I've ever asked my dad. But I think... Have you seen your dad well, change like, right your, now, your, your son's diaper? Oh, no. Or give your so son in the a bath? Very, uh, no. So in the very beginning, he was very kaku. Oh. He was very uh, awkward, awkward yeah. about holding a baby. Yeah, mm. Because I think he just... Uh, one is, it's been some time since mm. he held uh, a, bi- a baby, yeah. a, re- a newborn. And two is that uh, how do I say this? He just want to be careful. Like, it, mm. like it's the yes, fear it is, it's of dropping a baby. Choo choo, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, because like right now, this choo choo is not just my son. It's also my daughter's son, mm. or you know, my sister's in laws' son. Yeah. So like, he wanna be uh careful with uh how he go about uh holding handling. The baby. Yeah. Because things, yeah, like even. Uh, I mean, before I had my baby, I you know when you see a newborn, you just want to kiss a newborn. Mm-hmm. But then after having my own newborn, mm. uh, people want to kiss the newborn. But you know how fragile newborns are. Yeah. So if you if everybody, let's say if you have a chuko rambut or something, mm-hmm. then you pass the baby around. Then at the end of the round, there will be like forty people kissing the baby. Mm. That might not be the best thing for the yeah. newborn. Yeah. You know, yeah. because one way or another, like, I don't know, whatever might happen, like a rashes or something. Mm. 
Like, I mean, it's not because like anybody's dirty or what. It's just because the Hi. baby is... Yeah. It's very fragile. Very fragile. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, things like that. I think, yeah, in the beginning, my dad was a bit uh, very careful around the baby. Mm. But after a while, you know, once the baby grew up, mm. he can hold his own head up, things like that. He got he got more comfortable. Mm. Like for me, um, by the way, a chuchu means a grandchild. Just because yeah. uh, uh, Nukman is very good in English, thanks to um, uh, Harry Potter. But uh, some some words like grandchild is not put up on Harry Potter. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, man, right. for 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 me, um, my dad still feels uh, I can still see how awkward he is. My dad is sixty eight. He just turned sixty eight like two days ago, so um, mm-hmm. he's still happy very awkward. Dad. To happy birthday, dad. He's still very awkward carrying a newborn, uh, because I think like the same thing like it's been a very long time since he had uh, a baby, which was me, the last one, you know, and then um, yeah, that was like twenty twenty nine years ago. So maybe he he lost it. Uh, but I don't know. I I I do remember my dad. Uh. Like when I was younger, you know, helping me, like taking care of me here and there, but like uh, when it comes to my my father in law, who is like ten years younger than him, uh, he was hands on from the start. Like he was the first, he was the person mm. who gave uh Samir his first bath when we brought him home, and uh mm. yeah, he also he how how do I say this? He's he's always been like a. a he always likes uh babies and newborns, and now he has like three grandsons, so uh he he's at that that stage where he's very uh comfortable around babies because he always has a a baby near near him, you know. So that's that, and um uh, my 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 father in law has always been like that, and I think I share the same philosophy with my father in law more, like you know to be more involved and like you know, it's mm-hmm. uh. To, to give uh, your kids a bath and all that. Try and, try and find any ways that you can to either bond with the baby or just have uh, be more involved in taking care of the baby, you know? That's 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 uh, how I see it too. But some people also think that uh, you know, some people do believe it's a it's a woman's role to do all this. So, um, I, I think that it has something to do with toxic mas- masculinity. Tap talk. Toxic masculinity. Do you know what that is? <laughs> uh, I I think I have an inkling of it. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, cause like I think a few months or a year ago or something like that, uh, Piers Morgan, this uh celebrity, he was having a go on Twitter at Daniel Craig, James Bond, for um baby wearing. Okay. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, and and it sparked the whole big like hoo-ha on like why why is he so like why is his masculinity so fragile that he has to take have a go at James Bond for carrying his baby like a kangaroo you know like why is there still this okay. generation of people who 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 look down on 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 fathers who want to help out or who carries their kid in a certain way you know you know what I mean mm, mm. like you do you baby carry Uma duh <laughs> Like no, I mean the fact that you bring this up, like I don't know whoever these two celebrities are. James Bond. Yeah, like to me, I. The, the, okay, here's the thing. I don't care about all these celebrities. <laughs> like okay. Yeah, so he he might be James Bond or whatever, but to me, like I I, because once you bring up a celebrity, 
dude, the celebrity is like the furthest thing away from me. Like, why would I compare myself to celebrities or whatever people talk, say mm-hmm. about celebrities being dead or what? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't care. So, but if you <laughs> go back down to like carrying a baby, like, why, why can't I carry my own baby in the baby way? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. And I don't care if somebody says this or that. Like, yeah, it promotes, like, it promotes bonding. Like, for me, like... I It promotes helping my wife. Also, yes. It promotes... Like, because, when, like, it's a, because when you baby wear, you have free hands to help do other things. Mm. Yeah, which is yeah. very, very helpful. You know? If I can put yeah. my, 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 my yeah. sons on my shoulders, right? And then balance them and then carry my wife's bags or whatever, right? I would do it. Because yeah. you want to be help- as helpful as you can. But I, I don't know. Piers Morgan also had a thing. Uh, He also had a... He's a big Trump supporter, by the way. So he also had a thing with um this uh, Gillette commercial that was that was anti-toxic masculinity, thinking that it's... um I don't know. Lah. It, it's, it's a very a big debate about that Gillette commercial, but whatever. But... Uh yeah, mm. for me I love carrying my son, uh especially Samir because uh, uh when we had Samir it, he was the only thing you know he was ours and and I would fuss him and uh, between mm. my wife and myself, and then like uh-huh. when I carry him on my chest I feel very bonded to him you know like it there's there's a connection there and and like I feel needed in some ways and that's maybe my own problem uh, but um <laughs> <laughs> there's. I have less of an opportunity to carry uh, Cheyenne, my second one, because mm-hmm. uh, I need to be the mobile one to catch Samir when he runs around. You know? And yep. he also has this... Uh, he's a bit jealous nowadays when he sees mm-hmm. uh, me feeding Cheyenne and stuff like that. But he's getting better, mm. I think. But anyway, yeah. So I, I, I feel... Because of that, I feel more bonded to Samir and I haven't felt... Uh, as close to Cheyenne, which I feel bad about, because I haven't really like had those bonding sessions with with Cheyenne. Yeah, that's my mm. thing, lah. No, like I I I don't think uh you should feel bad to Cheyenne or whatever. First of all, dude doesn't know that you're feeling bad. Like he doesn't know he doesn't care also if like you are spending more time with Sami or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But again. I think it all takes time. Like, you and Samir, you had already two years plus mm-hmm. to build that bond. Of course, you already have that bond. And then Cheyenne is only out for like, what, a month? Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it has been a month. So, it's like, uh, yeah. So, and these first few months is crucial. It's that like, he's definitely going to be uh, physically more uh, handled by Jana, by your wife. It's just because of the fact that, like, he is a newborn and she's definitely going to be handling him more. And perhaps maybe here and there, like, when he's having a nap or when you just have to carry him uh, when John is busy or whatsoever, then there is your time with him there. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I mean, everything takes time. You can't compare what you have been doing with Salme for two years. Uh, and then compare it to Cheyenne who's already been out for like a month but I think like, like I said everything takes time but if you if I see that 
we are all family, man. Everybody's like family, the four of you. So it's like, you know. Yeah, I, I, I get that train of thought, but like sometimes I can't help but like feel. But like I don't want to, to, to compare the experiences between being a father the first time and mm. being a father the second time because I don't think it's fair. Yeah. But uh, I do wish that I'm more closer to Shayan. You know what I mean? Like, I do wish that I have those moments mm. with him. Just, you know, I know he's too young to remember and all that. But, um, but there's there's this feeling of, of uh, sudden guilt sometimes, you know? That's why, like, yeah. um, when, 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 last night, for example, I actually enjoyed my, my, my shift of taking care of the baby. He, um, like, he wasn't as difficult as he was the previous time. And I think I was very flustered the first few times because my wife has been the one who takes most care of Cheyenne, right? So I don't really have, I don't really, um, I, I never really got the chance to like know his pattern, like what, what he likes, what he doesn't like yet. So when he cries in the middle of the night, I don't know what he needs. So it's kind of always like mm. a guessing game. So I'll, I'll, I'll try and feed him. And then sometimes I feel like I overfeed him and then he throws up. And I feel bad as a person mm-hmm. as well. But um, actually last night was a bit more um, calm. Because like uh, he, I, I fed him his milk. He slept in my arm. I put him down. He slept. Perfect. And then his brother also didn't mm. wake up. So perfect. You know, that kind of thing. It was one of those, uh, one of days where everything seems uh, to be perfect. And also when he was like, when he was awake in the middle of the night uh, and I had to change his diaper, he was just like trying to commu- communicate with me, like like you know, talking to me, waving his hands at me, and I'm like, I felt that uh that that connection uh that that's been missing for some time, you know. So mm. yeah, I'm a sap, right? I'm very sappy, so whatever. Um, <laughs> no, because <laughs> like like I said, like because you like you you just said you sometimes you don't know if Shaya wakes up in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. Whether he wants food or he want to change his diapers or what, and again that takes time. Why? Of course, you she, she's new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it like, but he's new, so still need to find how he is as a person, how he's gonna build his character and all that. Yeah. So like, it's I don't think when you say guilt, to me, it, guilt is a very I don't think it. You use it rightly there. But I get what you're saying. So you get stressed out about things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I get what you mean. Again, like there are things that I can provide that uh, my son will be okay with. Mm-hmm. But there are just something. Sometimes he will throw a tantrum or whatsoever. I can do everything, but it's still not what he wants. Yeah. And Natra will just come sweeping in, pick Your him wife, up. Natra. And he'll be fine. Mm. yeah my wife and I try so there are just some things that you know mothers can provide like can be sight it can be smell sometimes I think I really just think Uma just wants to smell his mother mm. like, if Natra picks him up he's fine yeah uh, like, like even though like uh, like 10-15 minutes before that I've been trying to console him but he's still crying yeah I think so things I think, like that you, you know I think yeah. that's similar to Sami uh, that uh in reverse, it's instead of the mother, uh, Samir always looks for me. 
And uh, exactly, yeah. when when I'm at work, uh, and he has his, uh, you know, like his breakdown and stuff like that, um, mm. Jana can do whatever she can offer her. She can offer him ice cream or like jelly and stuff like that, right? Or whatever it can mm. be, right? And he still just wants me, you know. I think uh, I don't exactly. know whether yeah. I recall this incident. I don't know whether I said it in the podcast, but um, we were in uh, we were in Langkawi for Jana's baby moon, and then I was I was off mm-hmm. to um. I wanted to go for a massage because Jana said that the massage was really good. So I scheduled a massage for myself. And uh, so I left Samir and Jana in, in the room. Jana was still pregnant. Uh, in the middle of the night to, to, to go for a massage. In the middle of the massage, I get a phone call. And then when I answered it, I can hear my wife crying. And like I can hear my, my son screaming and yelling. And then I, in the middle mm. of a massage where with my feet all oily and stuff like that, I, I, I said, I have to go. Mm. So I left. I paid the full <laughs> price, by the way. So yay, right? Mm. Anyway, um, I I left. I, I was ready to run because the 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 massage the massage parlor the spa area was actually quite a distance from the resident area, so oh, I was ready to I... like run in the in the dark past the beach just to get back to my son, but then they they called a, a mm. buggy and the buggy came like within two minutes and and the minute I I I reached the 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 resident area I I sprinted to our room. And I found my son just like crying at the door. And then like my wife is mm. also crying because like she she didn't know what else to do. And she she told me what happened was he was looking for me when he woke up. He couldn't find me. She offered the the iPad to kind of like nullify him. And it didn't work. Mm. He kept crying and crying and crying. Uh, banging on the door uh, to the point where reception actually called to see if everything's okay. That means people have been complaining. That's how loud he was. He has been. Okay. And then I, I realized that um, I mean, I know uh, this is like an obvious sign of separation anxiety that he he needs me, not, not my wife. And immediately when he saw me and when I hugged him, he stopped. So, mm, okay. yeah, this has, I think, because my wife uh, works as a teacher, so she leaves uh, very early uh, and sometimes uh, my, my son doesn't see her in the, in the morning. So when he wakes up for a long time, uh, he will wake up to me. I'll give him a shower, get him ready and everything like that. And then I'll send him over to my mother-in-law's place. So he has this mm. um, connection with me every morning. You know? So mm. when, when when he doesn't see me, I think he feels uh, at loss. And I know he's too young to like um, remember this and that. But that mind, right, of his, right, and his heart, right, is he's a person right now. You know, he's not... He's no longer just a, a, a mindless baby that, oh, look, likes, that kind of thing. He's a person. He knows what he likes. Mm. He knows what he doesn't like. He knows what he needs and what he doesn't need. So that's uh, that's the stage of uh, um, development, I think, that he, he's at. So, yeah, that's... Sometimes I feel um, guilty for leaving him, especially to go to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, we <laughs> have to do what I have to do. He even cried this morning because I had to leave for work. So, mm. yeah, but I, I I get that some some pa- some kids are more attached to their mothers in that sense in that respect. Mm-hmm. So, but I still feel guilty yeah. that I cannot. Uh, yeah, I don't have the tools or the skills to come Cheyenne down in the middle of the night if he starts crying sometimes. But I know mm-hmm. I know I'll get there. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a it's just a momentary thing.
like how attached uh, Samir is to you. Mm. Like I don't uh, reciprocate. No, not reciprocate. Like, like I don't. I'm not that attached to my son. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, sounds bad, but like he's closer to his mother. Mm. Like Umar is closer to his mother. So like in terms of what you are telling me, all this it's kind of new to me, mm. and I really see it as a. Uh, a learning lesson for me mm-hmm. in case if let's say if once the, the next one comes or something mm-hmm. then uh, I know how to p- perhaps handle the situation a little bit mm. he's he's having tantrums now you mentioned just now Uh, well I mean it's not crazy tantrums it's just like, like a normal baby you'll cry a bit here and there you just have to distract him mm-hmm. like if let's say Natural comes home from work. Mm-hmm. You straight away want to cling on to her. Mm. So we sometimes I already just uh, let's say bring him into the kitchen mm-hmm. or show him outside the window. Mm. So natural can just go into the room, close the door, and then have a shower and all that. Oh, so he, like he's for very half an hour. Yeah. So for that half an hour, I have to like kind of distract him, <laughs> bring him to the window leave some toys mm. and we'll go to the kitchen mm. that kind of thing so who so brings him home will... though oh, let's say if this is I already have him at home mm. then Natra is coming home from work oh okay yeah so it's yeah I think it's more of yeah I mean it's instant he will once he sees her he'll like start clinging on he'll literally run mm. up to her legs and like just keep holding on to her legs yeah but for 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 your situation because uh, Jana's right now in uh, maternity right but for your situation because mm-hmm. um Natra's also working so she kind of mm-hmm. feels i i guess i have more in common with her than you <laughs> than uh about the whole separation <laughs> anxiety because like when you mentioned about yeah. the shower and stuff right Samir would come into the shower and just like play with the wing scale while i shower in the same bathroom ah, okay and I'm like, can yeah, you yeah. can you give me some space, dude? <laughs> yeah, but he 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 does a lot of things with me. Like he brushes his teeth with me, but um, I'm I'm trying to get him to do it more often with with his mom as well, like brushing teeth together mm. and stuff like that. But most of the brunt of like um his education, uh, like uh teaching him like his letters, alphabets, and all that, because my wife's a teacher as well, mm. she knows her her, uh, her way around it. She's been the one who who's mm-hmm. who's uh taking charge of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. but he still uh finds me more la. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you this as well. I I don't know whether it's uh, mm. I don't know whether it's um, sorry, hold on, I don't know whether it's uh connected to the whole modern dad uh thing, but um, do you do you find yourself trying to give your son uh things that you never got when you were a kid? <laughs> you mean like what toys? Toys. Or whatever experiences. Um, I don't know. I never really thought of it, but as of now, I think if toys, I think I'll just buy whatever that we don't have yet. Mm. Like sometimes you know how he'll get bored with toys that we already yeah. have. So. 
like once I see that uh, maybe he's bought of the toys that we have at home, then we'll just buy a new one or two. Do you, do you have But a say I in what toy? Sorry again? Do you have a say on what toy? Uh, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why, but Natra likes wooden toys. Okay. So most of the toys that we buy are like wooden toys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of giving him what he don't have, like I don't know, I really don't try to compare with what other parents are doing. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, I think for now, I, I sign up my gym Mm-hmm. Like the same as yours, right? Mm-hmm. Is it my job? Yeah. So me and Natasha was talking like once our the the scheduled classes ends, we might try for a different class instead. Mm-hmm. And I think it's nice to uh, let Uma experience different different things. Mm-hmm. I heard about kids taekwondo classes, mm-hmm. uh, swimming classes, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I even watched some like kids taekwondo videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. I think it might be too early for Umar right now. Mm-hmm. But so maybe, I don't know, I was thinking of maybe signing him up for swimming classes after this. Because mm. he seemed to enjoy swimming. Mm-hmm. And at least, you know, he can build up his confidence. Yeah, water confidence. Motor skills. <laughs> yeah. So things like that. So yeah, like, I think I pretty much, I had a decent childhood. Mm-hmm. Nothing extravagant and all that. But it's like, I do remember, like, I I have, like, these two toy figurines that I really love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how we have toy figurines, yeah. and you craft up all these action scenes in your head, yeah. and you play it out with your mm-hmm. toy, toy figurines, the kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and, like, I, I think I had swimming classes when I was in primary school. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we all did. sign up for yeah. weekend. Yeah, weekend. But I kind of... I have a fear of heights. So I, I I think I only jump out, jump down the diving tower once mm-hmm. like to get the bronze certificate or something. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, yeah, scared of my balls. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, yeah, I mean, of course, when you talk about parenting and all that, of course, there's the issue of finance mm-hmm. and your situations, mm-hmm. your circumstances all around in your life. Mm-hmm. So we just try to play around with what we can afford mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, but uh, like 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 you said, this this the title of this podcast is called "I Don't Know What I'm Doing." Mm-hmm. So like you know, I really don't know what I'm doing now. Is it good or a bad thing? Yeah, we're trying to figure you it know? out. But all we can try to do is try. Like we make sure we put in the effort, you mm-hmm. know, and see whether it, yeah. Yeah, maximum effort. I mean, nothing, not, 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 yeah, nothing's for sure. Nothing's perfect in this world. So, just have to try, keep on trying. Yeah, the reason why I ask is uh, because, um, maybe it's just me, and I think um the material side of me, um, when I was younger, right, um, I always wanted. I, I'm a big Manchester United fan, and I think you know that as well. Um, I always wanted my own uh, like jersey with either my name or Beckham's name at the back, and um. Mm. I never really got that, you know, like when 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 I was younger, like mm. someone having an original jersey, right, is such a big deal, like especially at my age, like oh my god, you have an original jersey, well, me already, yeah, kind of thing, you know, is it original? Is it fake? Like, how old were you? 
um primary school I think. Oh shit! You were talking. You were thinking about original jerseys. Yeah. When you're in primary school. Yeah, right? I'm that materialistic, Damn. man. Then um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was uh, uh I was always like um asking this kind of question. So when when uh for me when when I could finally afford my own, it feels great lah to to get my own you know my own original jerseys and stuff like mm. that. But then like I I think back like to a time where um, I had this jersey that my auntie got me a Manchester United jersey. It's a replica, but then it's it's a it's a definite fake. Mm-hmm. But I loved it so much because it's the only okay. Manchester United jersey I had. But it had no printing at the mm. back. So what I did was um I was such a big fan of Beckham that I, I took uh my black marker and just you know drew Beckham's name and the number seven at the back. And uh and that jersey meant so much to me. I don't know where it is now, but uh I remember that very fondly, you know, because that was my first technically my first Man United jersey. But with my son, uh, as soon as Wait, I... Wait, how are you crazy? How are you so crazy about Manchester United when you're young, that young? Like you, you wouldn't know that much about well, the, Manchester, right? The, the like, treble happened at 99, right? Treble? What's tra- what, what treble? Oh my god, alright. So <laughs> Manchester United won the domestic championship, the no, league. No, 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 I mean, I... I I'm, I understand, like, uh-huh. like, but you're still such a young boy, like, 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 you know, I don't know, probably that time I was just still thinking about that main cup ball block, like, I just want to play below the block, like, yeah. just go down, play with my friends, go to the playground kind of thing. But I, I so, also like, think that wow, uh, like, at the age, um, having a team like to support. Like, you got support, caught up quick, man. Yeah, having a team to support. Also, because when I was 10, uh, my, my dad brought us to Manchester. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to brag. Okay. I'm just saying that, he, he he brought us to Manchester to, to to watch a game, but we didn't. Eventually, we didn't watch a game, and I could see how disappointed he was, because of a lot of logistic reasons. But, um, yeah, um, I was fortunate enough to 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 go to Manchester to go to Old Trafford, but I didn't see a game and stuff like that. But even when I was there, my dad didn't get me an original jersey, you know. So I always wanted one of my own. And uh, also because my brother was eleven years older than me, he was always a Manchester United fan, and my dad was also a big Manchester mm. United fan. So I felt like um, uh, other than just, you know, us being a family, that was the other thing that really connected us. So so I mm. I gravitated towards their love also. And then I found mm. I fell in love with it also, basically. So with with my my sons, I found the need not the need but I found uh I find myself like ordering their jerseys with their names on the back. For sentimental reasons, obviously, because I I I mm. I ordered them original jerseys from the website with their names on the backs because I wanna frame it up so that when they're older they can see oh this is my first jersey, this is my first Man United okay. jersey, and I'm sentimental like that, but I never had that when I was younger, so I was, mm-hmm. I don't know whether I'm spoiling them, or whether I'm just <laughs> materialistic and I'm nuts, but yeah, I I would go out of my way to get something like, so. Uh, redundant probably in 10 years in order to have that framed up for them in their room. In 2 years? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> How much did that cost? Like with original jersey with their names plus, and plus shipping and stuff like that? About, yeah. about 100 over pounds. For one piece? For, for two. Yeah. For two, 100 pounds. Yeah, I wanted to get one for myself with the back on the back but uh, they, didn't, they didn't do the, Ooh. the, the cup printing so I, I, I bought one for myself. In Singapore. So wouldn't 
would wouldn't ah uh, yeah wouldn't it be cheaper if you buy in Singapore and then print their names? Yeah, the the, the is that not official enough for you? The thing is right. Um, I don't know where in Singapore you can print on baby, uh, jerseys. Because uh, oh. what I found out is um the Man United uh store itself does printing on baby jersey. So now Cheyenne has his own kit. Samir has his own kit. Samir has three now. Four. And oh my god! Uh, yeah. Luckily, I didn't buy for him. What you wanted to? <laughs> yeah, of course. Why not? Okay, he confirmed so far, but so I'm like, okay, that's why. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't have the way, so you can, you can, you can get him the. <laughs> yeah, you can think about that thought bit as being away as well. Yeah, <laughs> throw that thought away. Anyway, yeah. So like things like that, and like even like the toys. I don't know about you, but like, <laughs> I bought somewhere a Spider Man toy, right? When he was mm-hmm. too young to play with Spider Man, he was definitely too young to play with Spider Man. This was uh last year when Infinity War came out, and I was really. What is it, a toy figurine or yeah. like a web slinger or what? A toy figurine. Hmm. Okay. And he was too young to play with it, and I I feel like I kind of convinced my wife to buy it, right? But deep down, I wanted it, <laughs> and I I I make the excuse that oh this is for my son, but it's actually like secretly I kind of wanted mm. to, yeah. So I think I'm still a kid, trapped in a old man's body. Not old, but <laughs> like an adult's body. You're a twenty nine year old baby. I'm a twenty nine year old baby. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Like in terms of like what I didn't get and I feel like I should get for my son, I honestly didn't think of it. Like I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. So I I I I just know. For now, we are trying to refrain from letting him use the phone, mm. and tablets, and whatnot. Yeah. So we are really just buying a lot of toys to distract him away from mm. that. But and you can see you can you can see that he really wants the phone. Because mm. like if I do a video call with my parents and all mm. that, it's through the phone. Mm. So, uh, he will already be like touching the phone when we are on the call and all that. Mm. So that's his playtime with the phone. Mm. But as soon as that, uh, as 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 soon as the Call ends. Mm-hmm. You'll still be searching for the phone. Then we have to like just keep the phone away yeah, on yeah. top of the table or something. Does he? Does he say phone? Fancy. Does he say phone? Yeah. Say yeah. Does he have say a the word, word phone? Yeah. Does he no, have no. a word for it? No, no, no. Oh. Yeah, but he'll know. Like sometimes, and I think it reflects back on us. Like mm. honestly, you can see how much I'm I'm on the phone. Mm. If like subconsciously, I grab my phone. Yeah. Uh, switch on some apps and I'm using that's really my son is running to me yeah yeah because he sees me on the phone he wants to play with the phone also like, so, is like monkey see monkey do anything at this age yeah Mm-mm. like I did ask Natra like I think we should start introducing because uh, we have an iPad that we don't really use mm-hmm. so I thought about downloading baby games to let him play mm-hmm. but then Natra said like it's still a bit too early we have to wait it out a bit because I think the, the, the fear is that once we let him play he will he wouldn't want to play with anything else yeah that, that that kind of thing, but I do see the 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 benefits of letting babies play with technology. Yeah, but I think it just has to be like controlled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I think it's amazing. Like if I see, uh, like uh, some of the my younger nephews, they know how to play games mm-hmm. on phones, which I think is amazing. Like, yeah, like wow, he, they really know how how the phone works. Because in a way, they will teach themselves how to navigate across the game. Mm-hmm. Like you switch on the game, you know how to se- select your stage, then select your character, then you can play the game. Yeah. Then they even know how to pause in terms like if like 
they they are asked to do something or they know how to pause. Mm. I think yeah, that's 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 still helping the their brain, man. I feel like um, I I wanted to go into technology as well, but uh, I think we 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 can do a whole episode on technology because I I have uh based on my experiences, so I can share how how it has helped or how helped benefited us, but also it's been a a crutch in 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 our lives as well. But yep. yeah, um, I I guess in some ways, um, the fact that you brought um, you know, you go on on like overseas trips like to Korea is it or is it Japan the recent one uh, or Japan Japan yeah. right like were you yeah. were you brought to Japan when you were younger or any trips like that oh no no I guess I guess that's, <laughs> honestly, that's honestly like in terms of family holiday I've never been anywhere other than like Malaysia with my with my like my parents yeah like my family yeah so, so that's that's already a but, big like you giving your 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 son an experience that you never had when you were younger, so you know, I guess that 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 kind of yeah. Comes. But I didn't I didn't think I mean I didn't go to Japan because oh yeah I, uh, I wanna give my son an experience going to Japan like no way that wasn't the you the, went for the, the sushi the, the reason uh. <laughs> no I mean honestly uh uh Natra haven't felt snow ah uh, so so you went there uh, for your wife to experience it for the first time. <laughs> To experience snow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, the relationship between me and Natra, sometimes she's the main instigator. Yeah, we just follow. I, I get that. I'm, 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 I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think our wives are very similar yeah. in that. So, yeah. So, terms like that, like, yeah, we went to Japan because we wanted to feel snow. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what worked within the time frame, budget, and all those things. Yeah, that's cool. Like um, mm. I just wanna. I think I got one last question, uh, that we can mm. discuss on. Um, did uh because we kind of got married young, right? You got married at twenty five. I got married at twenty six, right? Yep. And uh, we we are part of that generation of uh this generation of uh men who get married very young and then get become become dads at a very young age. But the consensus mm-hmm. before that was like 30 over, maybe just like over 30 is the, is the best age to get married mm-hmm. and become a, a father and stuff like that. Uh, with that said, right, do you think that because we got married young, we lost out on the life experiences that those who got married and become fathers at a later age has? Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think there's a benefit uh, between getting married young, becoming a father young versus... Um, mm-hmm what was uh, done the generation before? I think there's pros and cons to everything. Mm-hmm. So, you're definitely going to win some and lose some. So, from for now, I think the the good thing of us getting married early and all that, our children are going to grow up uh, quick. Mm. So, probably, uh, we're going to be done with our children when we are like maybe 50s or something. Mm-hmm. So, compared to people who get married date, have children date, mm-hmm. then like, you know, when they are well into their 50s, well into their 60s, they still have to raise up their kids, mm-hmm. things like that. So like, it's really just a matter. And then of course, things about having kids, it's not up to us. We can put in the effort, but if you're not, uh, uh, yeah, if, if our kids are not gonna, if you, if you can't bear kids yet, he won't come. It's not. It's not that like it's up to us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really up to God. Mm-hmm. So, 
like I think, yeah, like uh, I try to tell myself what's done is done. There's no use comparing because mm-hmm. sometimes, of course, you see your your friends now who are still single, are still not married. Mm-hmm. They do have some other things that I don't, mm-hmm. but all those things will come in time. Yeah. The only thing I think for me, <clears throat> sorry, my voice kind of <laughs> went away. Yeah. Uh, for for me, I think I only I wouldn't say regret, but I wish I had prepared better in terms of financially. Yeah, I'm with you. That's the only thing. Yeah, building bank. Yeah, and it's like I mean, straight up for that two years of NS, we already lose out of yeah. two years of making money experience or building well. bank. Yeah. So, but I think I did pretty okay. Also, seeing how right. Getting married early and having a kid and all that. Yeah, the roof over your heads. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're doing okay. It's like, yeah. You know, I really think uh, there's a timing to everything. Also, Mm. so like right now, if I have the kid but I don't have a house, if I have my kid and staying at my parents-in-law place, I think yeah, it will be very uh, stressful. Mm. Not stressful, like you know, you you you'll definitely disturb. Your 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 parent your your in laws you know schedule day day to day and things like that. So it's uh yeah I think timing it it comes down to timing also Mm-mm. Yeah, I I I think so, that in yeah, some ways just, um uh win some lose some. There's nobody who's gonna win everything. Who's gonna be good at everything and all yeah. that. So. I feel like uh in some ways that um yeah, financially obviously if you if you're older you will have a lot more time to like build a stable ground to build uh this mm-hmm. this empire upon, you know. Um mm-hmm. my take when I was younger was that, you know, money comes and goes. If uh you know, it it will come eventually, I'll find opportunities. So um but it would uh we would have uh, an easier hit on our shoulders if we know that, you know, financially we're a lot more stable, right? I think we're both on the mm-hmm. same boat. But other than that, I think, because um, sometimes I see um, fathers uh, who are a lot older than us and uh, becoming fathers for the first time. I mean, the the, the reason why I, be- I, I became a father so early also is because um, my wife's theory <laughs> is that uh, if you become a, you know, taking care of a baby and raising a kid at a younger age will be uh, less tiring than when you were older because you you still have a lot more energy and stuff like that. Uh, That's right. Yeah. I, I guess that kind of makes sense. But also, if you have more experience you in life, I guess, or um, more skills, I not, don't know. It might help. Not really. I, 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 I don't think you can prepare for fatherhood until you experience it. Mm. And you still have to go through it and then you know how, how, how it is. Like I might still be 30 years old. Let's say I'm 30 years old and I'm only going to be a dad. I'm still going to go through the same struggle as I am being a dad now. Mm. At, at what, 25? Yeah, at uh, 28. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I wanted to say something but I also forgot. But yeah. Yeah, things like that. Yeah, nothing can really prepare you for fatherhood except for fatherhood. That's 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 a brilliant yeah, way yeah, to, yeah. to 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 end the podcast actually. So um yep um we'll we'll leave it as that and uh thank you so much to Nokman for for being a, a 
a, a special guest on this episode. Um, hoping we can do more of this if if time permits. Maybe be a uh, you know a second part. You know my partner in this because um, discussions like this is more uh, fruitful than just me rambling on about like my trip to Langkawi. So yeah, thank you so much, Numan. No, but but <laughs> I I think uh, your 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 podcast has been great. It's been really nice to hear you know experiences about other guests and how they deal with fatherhood. Mm-hmm. So I I uh, yeah I think it's quite beneficial for other listeners as well. Yeah, I'd love so, to have more guests yeah, too. Yeah, really looking forward. Just, just, I, I just want to hear more more experiences from other dads. I feel like, um, yeah, being uh, in this uh, demographic of a dad at this age, there's actually a bunch of my friends and people that I know who are dads at our age as well. So I'm pretty sure they have mm-hmm. their own experiences to share. And if they want to, please um, email me, sofriyusof at gmail.com or find me on Twitter at AverageSofri. Mm-hmm. You can find uh, Nukman's podcast on uh, multiple platforms as well, Spotify and stuff. It's called the Kolong Podcast. Anything to say, Nuk? Uh, just looking forward to more episodes, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, this has been uh, I Don't Know What I'm Doing with Sophie Yusof with my special guest, Nukman. You want to be just known as Nukman? Or Nukman? Yeah. Yeah. He's just Nukman. So, uh, yeah so thank you um bye bye